0: Welcome to the November 22nd, 2018 edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Podcast, where we cover the biggest stories of Bitcoin, Blockchain, and Cryptocurrency every single day, forever. You can count on this being here. This is your host, Space Marine, live from the Turkey Planet, where the turkeys have risen up and taken over to prevent Thanksgiving from happening on their planet. But Happy Thanksgiving! Going into the market analysis, Bitcoin is at... 4220 right now so this is being recorded in the very earliest hours of the day after Thanksgiving in the United States and it seems like when Black Friday started at UTC slash GMT time the market took a little dump so Bitcoin was actually quite stable around $4,500 or so maybe like 4,400 and then the Bitcoin market dropped to 4220 and the rest of the cryptos dropped too, and we're gonna to go through that. But just starting with Bitcoin. So yeah, Bitcoin actually went as low as below forty one hundred dollars in the past couple of hours. And like I said, it was stable kind of. So we know like on the past few shows I like, detailed a bitcoin dropped from about sixty three hundred dollars to fifty five hundred to like well actually less than that. It dropped from sixty three hundred dollars to yeah, fifty four hundred dollars initially when Bitcoin catch for it and then it dropped from $5,400, as low as $4,050 when those... Well, first it dropped to $4,300 when the Securities and Exchange Commission Enforcement Actions started to happen against Paragon and Air Fox, and that might cause ICOs to go bankrupt if the SEC goes after every ICO like that, and SEC said they're going to. And... And then the third wave hit when... Backed, B-A-K-K-T, which is run by the Intercontinental Exchange, they delayed physical Bitcoin futures. They were initially initially scheduled to launch on December 12, 2018, but now it's been delayed to January 24, 2019, pending regulatory approval. So for some reason, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission did not want the physical Bitcoin futures to come yet, and backed played it in a nice way as if you know it was up to them to do that but i think if the cftc said yeah you could do it they would have done it that's speculation but it, it seems obvious so physical bitcoin futures would have allowed institutional investors to buy bitcoin on major stock trading platforms unlike the current futures in chicago which are backed by cash and don't affect the spot markets these physical bitcoin futures would have directly increased spot demand and spot price Fortunately, that's not happening this year at all, and people were depending on that for this year. Like, I've talked about that so many times on the show, how that would have changed the market, and so that was priced in, and now it just got priced out, and now here we have this third fall, or no, fourth fall, so this is the fourth thing going on. So, Bitcoin went up to $4,500 after the backed debacle, if you want to call it that, and then it was stable for like two days, just two days, and... Now it's dropped again during Black Friday, and I think maybe, just maybe, it has to do with Black Friday slightly, because perhaps people are actually using Bitcoin as decentralized money, like it was intended to be by Satoshi Nakamoto. So, B- Bitcoin might have been used to pay for Black Friday deals, because on Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, the 23rd, like Thanksgiving's on the 22nd, retailers around the world give their cheapest deals of the year to prepare for like Christmas and Hanukkah shopping. So maybe people cashed out some Bitcoin for that, because it happened right at midnight GMT UTC time. So that's just a theory it's speculation. But Bitcoin dropped as low as below $4,100 on Coinbase and Bitstamp, and now it's back up to $4,200. So, into the rest of the market analysis, what's going on with the rest of the cryptocurrency market? Well, the cryptocurrency market cap actually lost $7 billion in the past few hours. It was at $145, $146 billion. Now it's sitting around $138 billion, the total cryptocurrency market cap. Who's leading the fall? Well, Bitcoin's down like 6 to 7%, like we just talked about. And the market cap for Bitcoin is below $75 billion. So that's another blow towards Bitcoin. It's probably like more like $74 billion for Bitcoin. But Ripple was holding its own. So during all three of these crashes from the Bitcoin Cash Fork, from the SEC enforcement, from backbilling physical Bitcoin futures. XRP, which is Ripple's native cryptocurrency, was holding its own, but now it's dropped 8%. It's down to below 41 cents, market cap of $16 billion. So not even Ripple's completely immune from falling. Like it seemed like that for a week, but of course it's not immune. And then Ethereum is down to new lows for 2018, I believe it's down to $124. It's down like 9%. I think it declined like 10%. So maybe it bounced up a little. Yeah, it was down to $120 earlier. And the market cap for Ethereum has dropped below $13 billion. And it seems kind of crazy. So if you combine Bitcoin, XRP, and Ethereum, you got about a total market cap of $100 billion. Before, Bitcoin itself was $100 billion, like not that long ago, like a week or two ago. So now you got to take the top three cryptos together just to get that $100 billion market cap. And then beyond that, there's only $38 billion dollars or like 35 billion of other cryptocurrency market cap across all the 2,100 cryptocurrencies. So we had 2,100 cryptocurrencies, but a massively deflating market cap the past week or two. And so that means overall the money's getting spread more and more thin. We're going to have a lot of cryptocurrencies being worth almost nothing. So and then we have Bitcoin Cash has dropped below $200. And this is Bitcoin Cash ABC. So Bitcoin Cash ABC got the title. Of Bitcoin Cash, and it's below $200 now. It's down 15%. It's taking the hardest hit out of anything today. And Bitcoin Cash SV is not looking good at all. Um, the last time I looked, it was around $40. And that was before this happened. So I'm going to take a look right now and see where Bitcoin Cash SV is holding. So remember, Bitcoin Cash split up to ABC and SV. And this was kind of like the death knell for Bitcoin Cash. And oh yeah, here's some important news. Bitcoin Cash has dropped below Stellar. So Stellar has a market cap of like $3.5 billion, and So does Bitcoin Cash. But Stellar has moved above it because Stellar dropped less than Bitcoin Cash. Stellar's down 10%. Their market cap is 3500000000 billion. They're down 10%. They're, less, they're at $0.18 cents now. But yeah, BCH is doing so much worse than Stellar. Yeah, so Bitcoin Cash SV is down to less than $40. So they said they were going to take over the Bitcoin world. And they still have high volume, like $40 million a day, but that's nothing compared to Bitcoin, and their market cap's dropping pretty rapidly. So yeah, that was kind of like the death knell for Bitcoin Cash, that fork. And then EOS is down 7%. EOS has just been consistently going down since it launched, and every time the market goes down, EOS does not fare any better. usually it fares worse. Litecoin's market cap has dropped below $2 billion. It's at $32. Tether has was getting a little more stable, but now it's... Re, it's destabilized, it never got stable So now it's down to like 98, 97 cents again it, it can't really hit that dollar market Like it almost hit it again today on Thanksgiving But then boom It, it like fell off Card- Cardano and Monero are almost tied Neck and neck So Cardano is down 10%, Monero down 8% And their market caps are tied Almost near 1.1 $1. 1. 1 billion dollars Monero down to less than $65 And then we have Tron One of the biggest ICOs Or at least one of the ICOs with the biggest market cap they're not doing good it's like nine percent down today and the whole market's not doing good but like basically any single alternative cryptocurrency that's major is down like 10 percent or more it was actually a little worse earlier when i looked but yeah it's just not looking very good out there for all the altcoins and dash the number one x11 coins down to 850 million dollar market cap. the price of dash is approaching 100 dollars. it's been quite catastrophic for the alternative cryptocurrency market bitcoin's not that much better either but bitcoin is a lot more stable than these alternative cryptos which are absolutely losing tons of market cap one of the most stable coins today though, is, I'm well, not stable, but it went down less than others. You gotta be careful using that word stable coin because now it means those coins try to parity with fiat. But Dogecoin, Dogecoin is at 270 million dollar mark cap. It's down only five percent, and Dogecoin seems like a long term survivor. Like it's been around since the early days when I started, and I don't think Dogecoin's gonna go anywhere. And so on the show, I like to do the biggest winners and the biggest losers just to get an idea of what's going on in the broader market because there's 2,100 cryptocurrencies. And sometimes we see some amazing wins and amazing losses. So jumping into that, Varus and Amarac coin are up the highest, up like 500% or more. Paragon's one of those coins that got attacked by the SEC. And it actually, it's up like 240% today. So Paragon and Airfux were the two coins that got the SEC enforcement that said they had to return investors' money if the investors chose. Paragon went down a lot. It crashed like 80% like the other day, but now it's up to like eight million dollar mark market cap. it hasn't been that high since i've looked at it so paragon suddenly it's doing good And aside from that harmony coin masternet and mojo coin are up over a hundred percent and woman coins up almost a hundred percent and that's actually less than usual usually there's like a whole slew of coins that are up over a hundred percent just because if their price moves by one level it's up a hundred percent because they're at the lowest level and it moves up one level that's kind of how it works so there's been some success today and there's a lot of other cryptos that are up more than 50%, and this is just going on every single day. But now for the biggest losers. So who got really burned up at Black Friday? What coin did everyone decide to dump to get that deal on Amazon or Overstock or wherever, Walmart? And I hope Walmart doesn't have Bitcoin in with of sell functionality, because a lot of people will dump their Bitcoins to buy things at Walmart tonight, because I think Black Friday has begun. It shows like after 1 a.m. here. That means it's begun in the eastern United States. Ooh, inflation coin, it's down 90%. Such inflation, much sad. Nova coin, down 89%. Do not try injecting Nova coin for anesthetic reasons. It's just a cryptocurrency. Ultimate security down 77%. Mindex coin down 70%. And then we have like plenty of others that are down more than 50%. So it's like an overall down market at this moment. The stabilization has been lost, and but overall, you know, actually I'm starting to get a feel for this, this list because I'm doing the biggest winners, the biggest losers. There's not that many going down severely as usual. Like there are probably like 20 or 30 that are down more than 50%, but there's a sometimes more. Oh, I'm just seeing this coin. President Trump coin is down 50%. Hopefully that's not a bad sign for the president of the United States. So now we're going to do some stories. That's the end of the market analysis. Just to sum up the market analysis, Black Friday is here. Maybe people are selling off their crypto so they could buy those things for Christmas and Hanukkah, because it's down today, right as Black Friday starts. So we might as well talk about the bear market. So the bear market has devoured the cloud mining firm Gigawatt. So Gigawatt was another one of these cloud mining firms where users... Basically, paid over some Bitcoin or Ethereum or something. They paid over some crypto, and then they got a certain amount of hash power, and then they get dividends into their account. Basically, as the mining, as the hash power they rented mines, and this is good when the market's going completely up, and someone's lazy and they don't want to go through the trouble of hooking up their own mining farm or waiting for it to come in the mail. But when the market's going down, it's a problem because when you're mining individually, at least you get all the profits or revenue, and then you can like somehow eke out a little profit even if the market's going down. But when you use a cloud mining firm, the cloud mining firm and you have to somehow make profits on top of the electricity expenses, on top of the fact that coin and crypto has been going down massively all year. So cloud mining is the first thing to go when the mining industry turns sour. And so Gigawatt kept mining anyway. So they tried to keep going. It seems like they had lots of investors and such. And they declared Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the state of Washington. And they left in their wake 10 to $50 million of unpaid liabilities. Their top seven creditors are owed $7 million. And they only have $50,000 of assets. So what happened here? Well, basically, the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin mining rigs lost tons of value. So their assets were mostly in that. That's what they spent their money on. And now those things have become valueless. Not valueless. That's the wrong word. But I saw a video out of China today, and this is a real video. Uh, because the Bitcoin mining hash rate has uh, declined rapidly, and we're about to go into that. But anyways, in China, there was a Bitcoin mining farm, and this is not the only one doing it. They were taking all the rigs, like all the older ones at least, maybe all their actual rigs, and just dumping them outside because they had to get rid of them. They were selling them for scrap. Yes, there's places selling, like, these beautiful rigs. Like, they're just dumping them in a pile, selling it for scrap for the metal, And let's just talk about the hash rate situation. So Bitcoin's mining hash rate exponentially increased from 2009 through the middle of 2018. It went from mega hashes per second to giga hashes per second to tera hashes per second to peta hashes per second to exa hashes per second. It peaked at 60 exa hashes per second several times in October uh, 2018. But now it's been slashed to 35 exa hash per second. So a month later, there's about... After it hit its all-time highs, um, I think the all-time high actually happened in August. And then it plateaued for a while. So because of the declining price in Bitcoin throughout 2018 plus, the fact that mining rigs were still being put online, eventually the plateau was reached where it wasn't profitable to add any more hash power to the Bitcoin mining network. And then it went down. So then we had everyone thought maybe bitcoin was going to stay at $5,800. I sure thought it was going to. I, I thought that was the support level and I think the miners thought that too cuz that was the expert consensus. So even people that were losing some money were just kept mining cuz they're like, "Okay, it's going to go up soon. It's at the bottom." And then it dropped right through that bottom, and that really upset people and, you know, it made the, it made it seem intractable. So 20 at least 25 exahash per second of rigs, probably more like 30 hash per second have been turned off. Because they can't profitably mine anymore. So there's like 35 hash per second mining on the Bitcoin network, but then like maybe 25 or 30 hash per second that have been turned off. That's such a waste of technology and mining power. Because Bitcoin mining rigs have practically no use besides mining Bitcoin. So these are just totally wasted equipment at this point, and it's a shame. And yeah, so GigaWalk got caught up in this. And so they probably mined through all their... Well, they probably used up their investors' money to just keep the business going. They burned through all their loans and credit. And then their assets were going down rapidly too because the mining rigs were just losing value. Like I said, they were dumping them in China for scrap metal, a bunch of rigs. And now they're bankrupt. And they actually owe the electricity company, well, they owe their utilities company, one of them, $310,000 to Douglas County. And then they owe Nepal Electric nearly $500,000. Those are both utility companies, almost a million dollars of electricity bills. And like I said, the top 20 creditors are owed $7 million. And uh, their website's still open, by the way. So their website's open, and there's no sign of any problems. Like, there's no sign that they declared bankruptcy on the website. And it appears they're selling off, they're liquidating their mining equipment, however, they can, even though it's a very hard time to liquidate mining equipment they might not be successful but it seems like they're liquidating what they have their fifty thousand dollars of rigs so they could pay their creditors a little bit i guess but it's kind of odd that their website's still open despite what's going on with them and there's a chance that gigawatt could survive technically they could reorganize to survive if they were a normal company but since it's like a bitcoin mining company and the whole space has been under a lot of scrutiny we'll see what happens it's up to the judge to decide so yeah, Gigawatt has been devoured by the bear market and I think other cloud mining firms like I, I looked up online they're like still running. And I don't know if that's anywhere profitable or you know what's going on with that. So and then our last story of the day, I'm going to talk about Morgan Creek, uh the founder Anthony, Anthony Pump Pumpleano, so he calls himself Pump He says that the bear market uh, will get much worse before it gets better. He's so far verified in the past day. It's not much worse, but it's getting worse. And he also, the main part of this story is how he says crypto hedge funds are gonna be closing down. So he forecasts a a major crypto wide shutdown of hedge funds. And he says the main reason is pretty much greed. He says there's this high water mark and the high water mark determines the salary of hedge fund managers. So basically if the hedge fund has assets that are higher than any previous period, the hedge fund manager gets like a 20% performance fee of all the profits from the hedge fund. And without this performance fee, hedge funds are not that lucrative. I'm sure they still make plenty of money for like a normal person, but they don't get like extreme money. Like they don't get enough for a yacht and an airplane and another house every year. So uh, Pomp is saying that hedge fund managers are going to close down their funds because the high watermark is like unattainable now for years. Like let's say a hedge fund manager is like really honest. And like decides, okay, I'm just gonna work and make this happen. Uh, it's gonna take years to get to the point where they get their high water mark back and they get their uh, performance fee back. So, pump expects people like hedge fund managers to close down their hedge funds and then they will go offline for a few months, maybe up to a year, and then reopen with another hedge fund. So they get their high water mark back because if they open at the bottom of the market, then they'll get performance fees all the way to the top. If they uh, stay. It through. They're not going to get any performance fees until Bitcoin's back at like $20,000 and then some. And then besides this, uh, Pomp recognized the initial coin offering fiasco with the Securities and Exchange Commission Enforcement with the civil penalties. And he expects a widespread catastrophic lawsuit situation throughout the ICO space. And he thinks hedge funds are going to have to write down ICO investments to zero. A lot like if any things is gonna cause like the biggest mess that a hedge fund manager can imagine So like over and over like a lot of these hedge funds invest in ICOs or blockchain companies and then they could be writing their investments to zero And this could cause the crypto hedge funds to lose so much money that they just pretty much feel like closing down So pump says as both ICOs and funds begin to shut down It's easy to see a future feeling of panic and desperation spreading across parts of the market But Pump does make a very intelligent point. He says once this has run its course, the market will be in a very healthy position to rebuild. And honestly, because of all the ICOs, it's not healthy. So people were saying, okay, this is the bottom for the crypto market. But the contagion that caused the crash, which is perhaps initial coin offerings, that's speculation and opinion, though. Just keep that in mind. But a lot of people are saying, yeah, the ICOs caused this contagion in the space. And it's not you know, that unfounded of an opinion or speculation because a lot of the ICOs lost money. Almost all of them lost money. All, a lot of investors got burned and they left the space. So honestly, ICOs had to be like surgically removed from the space. And that's what the SEC is doing. And it's because of all the fraud. If there wasn't all this fraud, I bet the SEC wouldn't have done anything. They would have been like, okay, this is a good model for making new businesses in the United States. Instead, it's turned into a model for defrauding, like, a ton of investors, unfortunately. Not all the ICOs are frauds. Some of them are good, but there's been, like, so many hundreds or, like, a thousand or whatever ICOs, and most of them lost money. Like, $30 billion is invested, maybe, like, a billion dollars came out of it. Something ridiculous like that. But, yeah, tremendous losses across the board. So, Pomp thinks that once this has run its course and the ICOs have been decimated, then the market could rebuild on fundamentals. It looks like we're in for a long ride in this bear market, and I don't mind riding the bear market. That's all we have for you today on this November 22nd, Turkey Day edition of the BitcoinNews.com Daily Podcast. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode and go to BitcoinNews.com 24-7 for the full spectrum of Bitcoin, blockchain, and crypto analysis. This is your host, Space Marine. I hope I get to escape this turkey planet alive. I'm trying to go back to space. Adios, amigos.